It's time for You Talking to Me with your host, Big JD. Welcome to You Talking to Me. My guest today was born and raised in Windsor, Ontario, Canada, bass guitarist Kevin Gagno, who started his musical journey in 1978, playing at every bar, club, and concert venue throughout the Windsor-Essex area, and recording in just about every local recording studio. Eventually, Kevin picked up guitar along the way to aid in his songwriting, and his new CD, It Is What It Is, features Kevin on guitar as well as bass. It's a remastered collection of mostly past instrumental works released as a legacy to his family and to all the artists that he's played with and performed with over the years, some of whom are featured on the new CD. Without further delay, Kevin Gagno, welcome to you talking to me. Well, thank you. It's been my pleasure to be here. Let's dive right into the new CD. A great collection of material you've recorded over the years, recorded at various locations uh, with a number of artists from the local Windsor, Ontario, Canada area here. This is a really cool collection of songs, mostly instrumental, and with you, a well-established and sought-after bass player in the area, playing guitar on these songs aside from the bass. So tell us a little bit about the project. I mean, you've recorded for decades, but you never officially released a, a, your own CD until now, and you're a prolific writer, talented musician musician, very creative, and how come now was the time for this release? Had you thought about doing an album of your material in the past? or? Well, I have thought about it in the past there, but uh, circumstances <laughs> just never really allowed for it, and uh, never couldn't seem to really get it off the ground. So as uh, I approached my 60th birthday, I said, what could I do something a little bit more special than taking a trip to Europe to celebrate? <laughs> it would be a heck of a lot cheaper, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> just uh wanted to do something to sort of like leave a little bit of a legacy behind for my family my friends and uh, just uh, you know let them know you know a lot of the stuff that I've been sitting on over the years that I never really showed out too much but uh, you know just so they get an idea of what I really accomplished musically. You've recorded uh, obviously through decades and you do release a number of one-offs singles and things like that you share them on social media I think that's uh, great that you share what you do and how important would you say it is to get your music out there to be heard and especially in the context of new artists like younger bands? Well the way I've always viewed it is that you know especially now since we're getting flooded incredibly by the internet with all the music that's coming out and all the social stuff i just look at it i'm just a little tiny grain of sand just sitting in that hourglass eh but uh, my trickle i want to at least make it matter it will still add up at the bottom <laughs> yeah well you, you inspire a lot of people so that, that's a really good thing and so tell us a little bit about your music history on the windsor scene let's start with maybe taking us back to the 70s 80s uh, what was the scene like then well, when I started playing out in the clubs about 1978, there was uh, big clubs open like uh, the Drop-In, the Riviera, and all that was, uh, was pretty much in full swing. I mean, there was actually people lining up to get into the bars at the time. So <laughs> I don't think we'll ever see those days again. Unless it's like a, a dance club or... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the norm for that now, yeah. But uh, the, the music scene was pretty much uh, hopping as it was uh, more of a demand for live music. It was just, uh, we were coming out of uh, the disco era 
and people were starting to revert back to listening to actual live musicians doing the music for them for the dance floor. So I enjoyed uh, the time that I had there between uh, 78 and 85, pretty much, before it all started dying down. Yeah, and then fast forward like 40, 50 years later, uh, you still do play all the time. What's it like now? It's it's always going to be cool, obviously, because you love what you do, but definitely the music scene has changed, and while well, the industry's changed, uh, how is gigging in modern-day Windsor? Uh, modern-day Windsor, it's, uh, it's really starting to get scarce to, as far as places to play, because a lot of the major clubs have closed down, the Riviera, the Sand Hill, Diamonds, uh, a lot of little clubs I used to go to in Canada, we used to play like sometimes four nights a week. Uh, Riviera was like six nights a week back in the day. But uh, a lot of bars are just not seeing any profit in it anymore, I guess. It's just uh, they're down to almost just Saturday nights now. So it's, it's getting pretty scary out there. Yeah, it's kind of tough for new bands and young kids and things like that. And I know you mentioned the Riv a few times. And uh, I know that you have something special from the Riv that uh, you keep it with you all the time, actually, right? Oh, yeah. It's uh, Brick that uh, when they tore down the Riviera Hotel... Uh, I went back and I salvaged a brick from one of the piles and I brought it home and uh, sort of embossed it with my, my wife's name. That's where she asked me out back <laughs> back in 80. And uh, I've had it in every car that I've owned since. I've had it packed away safely. Yeah, that's great. And I, I know that you do a, a lot of charity shows, benefits and things like that, and you're definitely to be commended on that. You also received a, a really cool award for your accomplishments, the Windsor-Essex County Music Appreciation Award. Yeah, that uh, happened to me back in 2011, and um, it was a great honor there. It was uh, just uh, all, all the charity work I used to do, like for the Cancer Society and March of Dimes and Crime Stoppers, all the fundraising ones that we used to do just on the weekends pro bono, just, uh, you know, for free and uh, go in and help out. I was also helping out behind the scenes as well here and there. But, you know, delve in a little bit with the community. So it's my way of giving back for all the years of support. Right. And that's uh, what we call here the Hall of Fame here in Windsor. Yeah. Uh, sort of a Windsor Hall of Fame, yeah. And so what got you interested in playing bass? Usually young artists want to play guitar or sing, and uh, it's often harder to find a bass player since everyone and their brother plays guitar and sings, usually. Not everyone picks up the bass. Like, what got you interested in that? Well, I used to watch a lot of uh, little country jamborees that my uh, mom's family used to have. Once in a while, they'd have, uh, like, trios, people with uh, guitars, fiddles come out and play, like, you know, Sunday picnics and that. And I started watching, I don't know, for some reason I started gravitating more to the sound of the bass. And uh, one of my cousins let me try it. I did the root through root fifth, and I've been hooked ever since. You obviously got into guitar quite some time ago as well. And the songs on the CD, which is entitled It Is What It Is, uh, they span around 30 years of your career. And you're playing guitar on all these songs. How did you get interested in the guitar? Well, actually, I just uh, noodled around on guitar. Not very much. I was more uh, into the bass. But uh, I wanted to do something to help get my song ideas out with. So then I started uh, working intently more on my guitar playing starting about uh, age 24, 25. Got past the chords, started teaching myself lead and watching everybody else that I jam with play. Try to catch a little tricks here and there out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> you know how it is. You just sneak a look over there while you're playing. <laughs> no, I have no idea how it is. 
um, well, I, I can say that you definitely do more than noodling on the guitar now. The guitar work on there is great. Give us a few highlights from the new CD. It is what it is. Are there a few songs on there that particularly stand out or uh, that you're particularly fond of? I know there are some written for family members on there and some fond memories over the years and, and, and even a song, of course, that's kind of a, a tribute to your music. Yeah, there's uh, quite a few there that I'm kind of uh, partial to. <laughs> really, it's kind of hard. It's like, which one of your children do you put up for adoption here? <laughs> but uh, three of the songs on there I did compose for uh, family weddings, and I was able to share them with the rest of my family, for at least for those occasions. And I, of course, ended up, uh, one. you know, I did one and two more asked. I said, sure, okay. You know, just uh, they seem to like what I do. But I think uh, the one I'm really gravitating towards is the, uh, the second cut, the one that's got the vocals on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, you know, other than that, there, uh, which uh, I do appreciate your help on that immensely. <laughs> I did help out with the CD and, uh, I was, I was happy to be a part of it and, 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 you know, I, I appreciate, uh, you asking me to, to be a part of it and to work on that one song with you. I was just glad I could help out. Like you mentioned it being a, uh, you know, a legacy and this collection of this work over the years, it was, it was really great to be a part of. Oh yeah. And, uh, like I said, the to- the song was, uh, I had an idea what the song was. I wanted one more to put on there and, uh, I, I had that tucked away the chord structure tucked away in a book for about 10 years and i pulled it out just in time went through it there and uh with a little bit of your magic uh, on the vocals and on the uh lyrics there you, you pretty much captured what i was trying to say with that so that i do appreciate very much is now my wife's favorite song by the way oh great <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, one I wanted to dedicate not only to her, but to anybody else's whose partner goes out every night and slings an instrument over their shoulder and plays just for the love of it. And they stand by and wait at home. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and it, it definitely became a dedication. And it's, uh, yeah, it's prominent for me listening to your CD as well. There's some meaning behind uh, another song on there as well, and it's the first cut, right? Yes, uh, that one, uh, I was actually going to uh, work with uh, a friend of mine, uh, Mike Bruce, I was playing with for about five years. We were doing uh, all kinds of blues over the circuit here. And we used to do this uh, bit of a jam there that was structured similar to what I put down. But we were going to actually sit and do it in his studio since he had retired. He couldn't play anymore. So we were going to sit and do it in his studio. But unfortunately, his health started failing, and uh, we just never did get around to it before he finally passed on. So I was kind of... uh, bummed about that but uh that was my tribute to him as well as any other uh, guitar players that i've lost over the years as well i hold them in high respect <laughs> yeah unfortunately that happens but an- another great dedication right there and we're going to listen to one of the songs off kevin's new cd the cd is entitled it is what it is and kevin do you want to set up the song for us okay this one here's the second cut off the album entitled one or the other
that bass lick ending there that's one or the other from it is what it is the long-awaited highly anticipated debut release from kevin gagno it's music he's recorded through the years it's all remastered and a great little collection kevin where can listeners get the cd well uh, the cd right now is available online on amazon for download and it's also streaming on spotify and it's on youtube 
Oh, and it's also on uh, iTunes as well. Excellent. Thanks for being on the show, Kevin. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. I hear you'll be doing a lot of chatting because the album's getting some rave reviews, and uh, I think you've got some other interviews lined up since the CD was released, so that's really great to, to hear about. I know I'll be looking forward to hearing you talk more about the album. We're out of time now on the show, so I just, uh, again, want to say thanks for being on the show and all the best with the CD release. Thank you very much for talking to me about it. I really appreciate it. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show and my guest, Kevin Gagno, and as well what we heard from his new CD, It Is What It Is. Be sure to grab a copy at your favorite online music retailer. It's available everywhere, iTunes, Amazon. You can even listen to it on Spotify. And remember to subscribe to Big JD and Lippo in the morning in iTunes or listen online at tunein.com. Of course, we always prefer you subscribe so you never miss a show. You Talking to Me interviews generally air during the morning show, but you can also subscribe and listen to the standalone You Talking to Me interview at podbean.com. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. For more information, just visit utalkingtome.ca. That's the letter U, talking the number two, me.ca. Until next time, this is You Talking to Me. I'm your host, Big JD. Thanks for listening.